Hey everybody, welcome back to Naturally Supernatural. Welcome to episode two of season six. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. Well, essentially part one of Unlocking Mysteries. And today we're going to be talking about part two to that because it's quite a topic to really grasp in just one episode. And so if you have yet to listen to it, head on over first to part one and then come back here to part two. Yes. But just to recap about what we were talking about last week with Pastor Tom, um, we were just talking about how do we unlock mysteries in the kingdom. Pastor Tom actually had referenced um, the passage in Daniel, and I'll just reference it again just so, just to clarify. It was Daniel 2.47, and this was the time when King Nebuchadnezzar was asking about a dream that he had and wanted um, it revealed to him because it was a mystery to him. And it just so happened that Daniel was able to interpret it. And then the king answered Daniel and said, Surely your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries, since you have been able to reveal this mystery. Mm -hmm. And we had talked about as believers, we also have the ability and access to unlock and understand mysteries that are are in front of us, essentially. Mm -hmm. And sometimes these mysteries aren't actually to keep us in. I guess the dark, but actually to help us unlock something that we didn't know was actually made available to us. But to kind of continue, Pastor Tom, you did mention just towards the end of the episode last week that this unlocking of mysteries actually able is done through the utterance of the Spirit. And can you just elaborate a little bit more just for those listening again of what exactly the utterance is? Because we did talk about the yes. speaking in tongues and just the dialect. It's essentially... Language. A language, and it's directly linked to the Lord, and only the Holy Spirit can actually bring that up. So, yeah. Operational language. Yes, it's the hotline to uh, the heavenlies. Yeah, we we were talking about kingdom the last time and how every kingdom has its own language. Yeah. And and our king is is king of heaven and earth. He's the creator of all things. Uh, He just put things in order, certain things that just... Uh, you just do and certain things you just don't do, you mm-hmm. know. And, and one of the things that um, Paul has enlightened to us on how to unlock the mystery mm. uh, is to utter, in, in, you know, in the utterance of the Holy Spirit, which is tongues. Mm. And so um, the Holy Spirit understands the mind of God. And so when the Spirit is uh, helping us pray, mm-hmm. um you know, you start to speak in tongues and you yourself don't even understand it because it in itself is a mystery yeah. because it is a language that uh, that access the wisdom of God, the deep things of God. And so how do you then, you know, access that? Like, you know, you, you actually pray in tongues mm-hmm. and with the focus of what is the mystery. For instance, uh, the example of Daniel, he would go to God and say, God, you know, the king is asking me to tell him what the dream is and yeah. to interpret the dream. So that is the focus, right? That is the focus and the, the, that he presented to, to God. But more importantly, what is the main focus? The main focus is he went to God. Mm. And, and so that is what God really wants. His heart is for us to turn to him. And when we turn to him, and when we speak in tongues through the utterance of the Holy Spirit, you cannot manipulate anything. Mm. 
you absolutely cannot have flower, you know, like flowery, uh, if there's such a word, <laughs> uh, or prayer, or yeah. you can, you can't, you can't you know, get how, it with eloquence. How, you know, over yeah, words. exactly, yeah. eloquence, and you know, sometimes you find in uh, a group setting where you have people who have been in 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 the kingdom longer. <laughs> And that doesn't necessarily mean that mm. you've grown more. Yeah. Right. You just come to Christ, say, in 1974. A bit earlier. A bit earlier. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that you know more. Mm-hmm. Right? right. That is true. But along the way, sometimes people learn to pray by listening to others. Mm-hmm. And they mimic and they say the same things. Mm-hmm. And, and it sounds really uh, wonderful and beautiful and and sometimes even put some apprehension in people's heart to mm. to go, you know, I can't pray like that, so I'm not going to pray. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right? true, yeah. But you know what? The beauty of it is, if you really don't know how to pray, the Bible says the Holy Spirit will help you pray. Yes. Yeah. And through the utterance of the Holy Spirit, that's when you really don't know. You know, when you say, I really don't know how to pray, Father, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Because you are revealing your heart to the Father. Come on. And you say, you know what? I submit to you, King, because I really don't have any words, but mm. you know my heart. You know the deep things. Yes. You understand what's going on in my heart. So I don't have the words to express it, but you know it. Come and on. God sees that. He will have his Holy Spirit pray for you. And, you know, because why? He's going to, his principle is still there. His rules, his regulation, everything is still there. It's like, Use that language, access that wisdom, and it'll be yours. That's it. Right? So if you don't know how to do it, the Holy Spirit's there for mm-hmm. you. The Holy Spirit's the one. He's your teacher. He's your comforter. He's your advocate. So he advocates for you. Mm. In court, you don't know the language of the legalese, right? You're <laughs> mm-hmm. not a lawyer. Mm. Guess who is doing the talking for you? Your advocate. The, lawyer. the advocate. Your lawyer. Come on. Right? The lawyer knows the law mm. intimately. You don't. Mm. You go to court. You got to present your case. And your case has to be based on the law of the land, the law of the kingdom. And mm. if you don't know that, then you better mm-hmm. rely on your lawyer, mm. who is your Holy Spirit. He's the advocate. So mm. the advocate will speak on your behalf. Mm. Come on. To the judge. The Father in heaven. Yes. Mm. So when the judge hears from the advocate, you go, okay, all right. Here's the judgment for that mystery. Bam, right? So all of a sudden, you're released wisdom. You're given wisdom. Now, it may not be immediate. I'm saying this. A lot of people, you know, not only not understand that it's by the grace of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Grace cannot be manipulated. So you you have to wait upon the Lord. Like Joyce in the first episode, uh, Josh in the first episode was asking about, you know, timing. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to wait upon the Lord. Mm-hmm. And you got to use the correct language to present your case. And mm. that language can only be from the Holy Spirit, the utterance of the Holy Spirit. So mm. to, we're talking about unlocking mysteries here. We're yeah. not talking about, you know, petitioning or these other things. But we're talking about mystery. Mm. That is like in the case of Daniel, mm-hmm. you just have no way to know the mm. dream. Yeah. But guess what? Your life is about to be taken away because you don't know the dream mm-hmm. and nobody told you that dream. That's a beautiful thing. 
<laughs> Sometimes we are locked in that situation where you know that's good. We're faced against a wall that seems to be unsurmountable. You cannot climb. You a mountain so big you can't get over. Right. Yes. That's what Daniel was facing. So mm-hmm. Daniel, instead of trying to carve his way out, try to plot a way to climb the mountain, isn't it? He went to the Lord, Amen. who made mm. that mountain. Mm. That's it. Who made that mountain? And he says, you know, let me know what the dream is. Mm. Unlock the mysteries. Give me your wisdom. Mm. Right? It can only come from the mind of the manufacturer, mm. the maker of all things. Right? So he gave Daniel the dream and the interpretation of the dream. Come on. Right? So wisdom. the mystery is this: like it's like a, a fridge. Mm. You know, you don't even know. You know what the fridge does. Right, let's just say you know that was a long time ago. I can remember um, in the sixties, late sixties, we got our first fridge. Wow! <laughs> we used to. I used to go to my neighbors and get. I, I used to marvel at their old fridge. Those those days, GE fridge, you know, right. clunk clunk, mm-hmm. and a lock. And if you decide to, as a child, climb into the fridge, and you get locked in there, you're not coming out. <laughs> there is no. no. One way magnet. in, one way out. There's no magnet seal you can push your way out. It's a <laughs> lock, right? So I used to marvel at that. I just marvel at the ice machine. And there was no no even ice machine. Yeah. It was just trays that the you put water box. and then you make you make ice cubes. <laughs> to marvel at that. And and not until late nineteen sixties where we got our fridge. And before then we used to always buy our food fresh. In fact, we should go back to that, I think. Buying food fresh instead of buying and over over buying and sticking in the fridge and things yeah. go bad and True. become so wasteful. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, I digress. <laughs> but uh, you know, the thing is, it was it was like that. It was like you, you don't know what a fridge does. Mm. Now imagine that you don't know what a fridge does, right? You don't even know that it actually keeps your food mm. fresh mm-hmm. enough so that you can keep it for several days. Mm. But. God not only revealed that to Daniel in term in in that sense, he also revealed how he made the fridge to him. Mm. Come on. You know, that that is interpretation. Because mm-hmm. you can know a fridge like knowing that it keeps things fresh. Mm. But do you know how it works? Do you even know how your air conditioning works in your car? Mm. You ever wonder how it works? Mm-hmm. Do you even know how your fan works? Just the other day, I was teaching my youngest, uh, my my grandson, my eldest grandson. Mm-hmm. There was a strong wind going on and the trees were rustling and they were touching the power lines. And I was teaching him. I said, look at that. Look at the power lines. And he goes, what is a power line? He's three. <laughs> and then I said, power line supplies power. Power? He goes, <laughs> I said, yeah, power. It's called electricity. And he goes, electricity? I said, yeah. Electricity is power. It comes and it powers your phone, your light, your fridge. And sometimes when the tree is moving around, and touches the line, it cuts off the power. And we get a brownout or a blackout. Mm-hmm. Blackout? I say, yeah. That means no electricity, <laughs> no power. No power. And I explained to him, I said, do you know where that power comes from? Mm. No. I said, you remember I took you to the, he calls it the waterfall you know, by Capilano Dam. Mm. Right. And I said, there inside that dam where the water was falling, with all that strength of the water falling, 
there's actually a turbine. Mm. What is a turbine? Yeah, yeah, he calls me. And I said, a turbine is like a fan. So if you continue to drop water in the fan, the fan will spin. And when the fan spins, it's going to generate power, electricity that's going to come through that power line, through that socket, and then you can plug your phone or whatever in and charge it. And he goes, oh, you can't see electricity at all. Mm. Just like you can't see God. Mm. But there's power. That's good. Mm. And that's goes, it. Oh. And then we went on and talked about how I was going to put solar panels. And I was there. he goes, what? Why solar panels? I said, well, because it also gives electricity from the sun. He goes, from the sun? I thought you said it's from the water. I said, you can get electricity from the sun too. I love that. Because, you know, like you talk about your grandson and there's that aspect of that where he's, uh, he's being teachable. He kept asking questions, yeah. being that student. And when you don't know, don't know, certain things sometimes you just that's all you have you left but nothing nothing but just to ask yeah. so and we see that example the way you just brought up um i want to touch on this because you know we're talking about the tongues speaking of tongues and we all know that it is a gift and it's not it it's almost well not impossible but it's like talking about this spiritual gift things without understanding the person the holy spirit who you have been speaking about um, for somebody that may be listening right now and they recognize that there are those mysteries in their in their lives or ones that they have they already know the ones that they, they continue to to be challenged with um, just speaking more to this subject pastor unlocking mystery for the ones that they know of the Holy Spirit um however challenge to to understand this aspect of okay uh i'm not sure if i have that gift or i'm not uh, my understanding in that is not as broad or you know like how we're speaking of it right now you know we, we this person may be surrounded with people that operates in this gift things and this person could be someone that is seeking the Lord with this. But what would you say, you know, to that person that uh, in that season where you could say waiting, still the timing of the Lord, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's the timing of the Lord, but also the desire of your heart. That's it. So your heart has to desire that. Your mm. heart has to say, you know what, Lord? Mm. You said, to some is given this and you know and to each is given a different gift mm. right so you can just ask the holy spirit and say holy spirit am i giving this gift and if it is i would like it activated mm. i would like that's it to have to the asking. tongues that you that if it's mine i want it mm. right mm. you have to request you have to request because I started by telling you that sometimes uh, the mysteries are put there. In mm -hmm. The tongue is a mystery too. Mm -hmm. It's put there to protect you. Mm -hmm. Because at some point, maybe in that season in your life, you're not quite ready yet. Mm. You're not quite ready to drive that Ferrari yet. I told you that, right? Remember? Mm -hmm. Because you may not know how to handle it. Mm. You Come know, those, yeah. yes. those, those supercars, yeah. they're not easy to drive. Mm -mm. 
Okay, a lot of people think, oh, I'm just going to start the key and go. <laughs> no, yeah. you really have to drive it. For instance, if you drive one of those cars, you know when you take a turn, you actually have to gas it. Mm-hmm. You 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 don't, you know, try to put on the brake. Brake. Mm-hmm. Like you would do on a on a regular car. You you actually have to gas. And the more you gas, the more it hugs the road. Mm-hmm. And so, there are times when. You know, you're not quite ready yet. The mystery is put there to protect you. God is putting there not to harm you, but actually to protect you. Right. So, but there's no harm in asking mm-hmm. because you don't know the timing, but you're allowed to ask. Mm. So you can continue to ask. Right. Right. That's good. That's good because even Paul, we read from Paul's writings that I believe First Corinthians twelve thirty one that. We are to desire these gifts, these best gifts, these gifts, right? So it's a great reminder that you know whether somebody's listening right now that has been made aware of 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 these giftings and tongues. You know, I think right now we're expounding on this and just again, you know, part of what we're trying to do is to continue to guide people, mm. uh, not only just talk about um, talk about the subject of unlocking mystery, but hopefully. Uh, provokes them or encourage them to really apply what they what they're hearing. So, mm. just a great point. Yeah, yeah. And um, a lot of times tongues are unlocked uh, for people through impartation and impartation yes. through the laying on of hands, mm. uh, especially by apostles and prophets. And we read that too. Yeah, yes, right. And, and so you get that a lot. Like X nineteen when Paul was. He met a bunch of new believers, and he goes, "You know, have you had the baptism of the Holy Spirit?" And they said, "What? You know, we were baptized by water, John's baptism yeah. of repentance." Right. You see, there's John's baptism of repentance, water, mm. and then there's the baptism of the Holy fire. Spirit, fire. Yeah. And so when 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 Paul, the mm-hmm. apostle of Jesus Christ, heard that, he laid hands on them. Laid hands. Pay attention to mm-hmm. every time you read the Bible, when they say, "Then the apostle laid hands mm-hmm. on them," or when the elders laid hands on them. When Paul talks to Timothy, he says, "Timothy, start using your gift." Mm-hmm. When I laid hands on you, I release those gifts. Why mm-hmm. you not use? I'm just paraphrasing. Yes, but it was in, uh, I believe it was in Second uh, Timothy. Second Timothy, yeah. Second Timothy, fan and, into and so so fan into flames. Yes. So there's that uh, laying on of hands. Um, principle, uh, yeah, yes. from the man of God that that God has anointed for that mm-hmm. to 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 release, and it's not that it's not something that oh only I have to go to a man of God or this and that. No, right. you know some people in the Book of Acts where they just they already yeah. spoke in tongues. Mm. Right, Peter and those guys encountered a whole bunch of believers. Uh-huh. Mm. They were not baptized by water yet, right. and they were already sp- speaking in tongues and yeah. prophesying. So they said, "Well, we must have just baptize them now, <laughs> because you know yeah. the Holy Spirit has come upon them." Mm. But remember, baptism is still a requirement, yeah. mm-hmm. and so that's why they went ahead and baptized them. So, um, yeah, um, you you pretty well can activate that um, through prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, the Lord may decide to just give you tongues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one day you wake up and you have tongues. But the key is to not be afraid because immediately when you have that gift, mm-hmm. it's a threat to the enemy. Mm-hmm. So the enemy will show up and tell you, mm-hmm. hey, you, you're weird. 
Mm. You know, what, yeah. what, what kind of language you, are you are you are you possess? He can even yeah. say that. Mm. Sounds like evil. Yeah. 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 Sounds weird. It's are, are you demonic? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, demonic. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've had right. that. Uh, you know, one one <laughs> time I was in a church and uh, yeah, the sister prayed and spoke in tongues and uh, and then people turned around and go, "Oh my goodness, is is she, is she possessed? Uh, possessed? Right. Mm. So no, she's not possessed. Mm. Okay, it's a mystery to you because you have not consulted the Holy Spirit. Mm. That's it. You have not accessed the mind of God for the wisdom mm. to mm. unlock the mystery. Uh, but that's okay mm. because there's a time for everything and you can you can continually contend for that and go, you know, I want this too. Mm. And if it's mine, Lord, activate it. That's mm. it. Yeah. You know, and so that I can then participate and yeah. co-labor with the Holy Spirit through mm. tongues mm. and then I can access. The mystery is not just for your, your gain. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not there are so many mysteries. I'll give you an example of a mystery. Mm-hmm. The Red Sea. Red Sea, and then you got Moses, and then you got about two point something million people behind him, and then you got the cloud <laughs> by day and behind the, the two point something million people <laughs> protecting them from the Pharaoh. Yeah. So Moses was way in front between, he was caught between the people and the Red Sea. Yeah. Mm, he was in the middle. Yeah. But he, he didn't know how to crack the mystery. The mystery mm. was presented to him. Mm. But he didn't know how to crack that mystery, right? And then, what did he do? He turned to God. Yeah. That's the one thing that the warriors of the kingdom knew, is they turned to God. That's it. Mm. Where every time they turned to God, God would say, what are you waiting for? Yeah, do this. Lift up your staff and tell the sea to part. Mm. That's it. Mm. And so he moved. And he solved the mystery, right? That was the key. And it was no longer a mystery. And it was no longer <laughs> a mystery, but it was still mysterious. Yeah, in the yeah. moment, for sure. Like when you're walking through dry land between two giant bodies of water, yeah. uh, that must be something else to behold. Yeah, right. It's I could true. probably see little Nemo on the side there walking by. <laughs> a whole I mean, giant that, whale. Yeah, the whale is like staring, you. looking yeah. at you like an aquarium. That must have been something else. For those people, Pastor, like who may be listening, and I, I mean, we did touch upon it that, you know, when you do get the gift of the whole, like speaking in tongues, it might sound foreign and it might sound, you know, creepy at one point because obviously it's 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 a new thing. For those who are desiring or, as you mentioned, asking, can that request be denied? Well, not denied. I just, for lack of a better term. Like what would cause a delay in that activation of that tongue, if that makes sense? Yeah, um, that's a good question, Mm -hmm. Joyce, because, you know. Mm -hmm. Because personally, I know some people who have asked and then it just like took some time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. So, so my answer to that is God only sees hearts. Mm. Hearts in Hebrew, so so your spirit. So in your spirit, what is the desire of your spirit for the tongues? Mm, that's good. What do you intend to do it? Right. Are you intending to walk on stage and speak in tongues mm. to impress people? Mm-hmm. Not ready yet. Mm-hmm. Mm. You get it? Mm-hmm. Like, 
when you are in total submission to the right. king, mm-hmm. when you have given up your flesh mm-hmm. and go king, your will be done, not mine. Yeah. He will equip you, mm-hmm. even with tongues or prophetic vision, yes. open vision, word giftings. of knowledge. Yeah. All those yeah. gifts will come when you surrender and it takes a total surrender to right. access mm. that. But when you are still there and going, wow, those people speak in tongues, they gather so many people. <laughs> yeah. I want to do that too. I want to get on a platform kind and do that. Game. You right. know, not ready. Mm. It's, it's ironic that you mentioned that because I'm just sharing from my, my personal experience where, you know, we read from the word all all about the supernatural things of the Lord, the signs and wonders and miracles and all that. And you see people that operate in in some giftings and others that has been in been a believer, they claim for, for years and continues to be challenged by understanding and receiving some of these. What actually encouraged and empowered me in, the, in there's at the time of my life were, you know, we read this over and over again, and yet we don't see much of it being expressed, manifested, yeah. expressed, or you know, people operating in it. To a point where, when I started seeking, really asking the Lord, and you talk about the heart, and the Holy Spirit started leading me to these passages that really enlightens me and encourages me. Um, that really just speak about. Uh, the purpose of the of the mm. spiritual gifts of the Lord. Um, that by the time I know it, you know, like like we just said, Pastor Tom, to to which purpose would you use it? Like, you know, mm. do you carry that kind of heart? Yeah. At that time, and and uh, on my walk, where, you know what, uh, it did say that the tongues will unlock other giftings, and Paul himself encourages believers to to earnestly desire. Uh, higher gifts and you know well that it's not it's not so that you could be that person or somebody special Mm -hmm. but you see the need that is that is uh, that is not being presented in that season and that's i feel like for me it that that drove me to really uh, god here's my heart you know i don't want no gifts so that i can just speak on my own you know you you said it in your word you you made it available for everyone, everybody that would choose to believe and receive it. So here I am. So it, it is a heart matter where at some point of our walk, we, you know, these things that, that sound so foreign to us, that the ones that we don't really like hearing yeah, or yeah. studying about, God said it. So why are we running away from it? Yeah, I, I, either ignorance or fear sometimes delay us. I'm just going back to what Joyce was saying because it's supposed to to really empower us in a way where, you know, with going back to Daniel again, you know, does God, you know, King Nebuchadnezzar respond is that, well, you know, paraphrasing, your God is powerful. And today's generation, oh, you're not just speaking about this God. This God actually does mm-hmm. miracles and signs and wonders today because the church that I used to go to, they don't, they don't talk about this. They don't do mm-hmm. these things. And we see that, you know, we can say that today. And there is such a need for that to actually, you know, some of these subjects that we've been talking today, 
there has to be a dialogue in this more than ever before because you know there's 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 a there's a standard in that have been set set like when we read the word of god but over the years and how people have expounded on this it it it, it took away that it I, i don't know if i'm making sense on that but yeah just i, I just thought i made a comment with that because it's it's never for us the gift is never for us it's we 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 get to that point where god here we are as your container as mm-hmm. your vessel we submit we surrender that you will be done as it is you know in heaven, heaven. so yeah uh, thank you for that josh i mean uh, it's not the easiest uh, topic to talk about and um mm-hmm. so you know when speak in tongues when you when you talk about speaking in tongues i uh, remembered from 1 Corinthians 14 4 yeah and Paul was talking about how uh the purpose one of the many purposes mm. um is to edify yourself that's it and he says he who speaks in tongue he didn't say he who could who could speak in tongue he said he mm. who speaks in tongue edifies himself edifies means he encourages himself why because simply like this tongue is from the holy spirit mm. that's it tongue mm. is from the holy spirit and when the holy spirit is speaking and giving you utterance you're reminded that he's in you mm. come on that's why you're encouraged mm. like it's not a joke when people <laughs> say the deposit of the holy spirit is in you when you start to speak in tongues yeah that's great like responsibility all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kind of jumping off of what Josh had said earlier about the purpose of it and how, you know, it did talk about in the Bible how the speaking in tongues doesn't lock other gifts. I mean, I know some people have unlocked or the Lord has granted them giftings in certain orders, right? Mm. But with speaking in tongues, I just feel like there's there's yeah, there's that purpose with it and there's such an assignment. And just as you touched upon earlier Pastor Tom that sometimes it might not come because you won't be able to carry the weight that it it comes with. Come on. And in saying that there are certain doors and just access to things that when you get to the point where you have a hold of you have the gifting activated of speaking in tongues there are doors and and gates that God are going God is going to open for you or close for you for that matter. Mm. And kind of just jumping off of that Pastor Do you find that these gates and doors or access points essentially serve a purpose even for our own personal lives and not just kind of the greater grand scheme of things but with with doors and gates like how would you kind of take it with that Yeah well uh first we got to understand that um God's heart is to bring us from glory to glory to glory mm. Yeah and his intent is to prosper and to move us into a greater dimension from a, uh, a dimension to a greater one to a greater mm. one so his intent is not to bring you from a greater dimension to the worst one to the worst one so sometimes yeah. though we feel like that we feel like how come you know like five years ago i'm still stuck in this rut and and i'm you know and then five years later i'm <laughs> yeah. still here yeah um Why is that? Yeah, why is that? So the so when you when you start to ask why is that actually you have to identify with a mystery. 
there is a mystery that you cannot solve. Yeah. And you mentioned about doors and gates. Those are the mysteries that that God has put there as doors. They are actually doors. Uh, doors is a a um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's um, you know it, it's it door uh, like uh, an interface between mm. one realm to another or one dimension Come to on. another. Right. So it's another set of yeah. mysteries. So so <laughs> it, it is a mystery. It is the mystery okay. in front of you, but mm. you got to recognize that that mystery is a door. Okay. And for you to unlock that, you need to have you know, prayer, mm-hmm. right? Through the utterance of the Holy Spirit, tongues, and then unlock that and then move from one one, one dimension to another. Mm. It's really important for you to unlock that door. So uh, again, referring to the Red Sea mm-hmm. uh, and with Moses standing in front of it, that was actually a door, even wow. though it was a yeah. mystery. So true. Because it brought them from one dimension to another. Yes. It took them away from Egypt. Mm. Wow! Yeah, that took them wow. away from the Pharaoh mm-hmm. slavery, right? And it actually drowned the Pharaoh. Like, and and to know that that was a sea mm-hmm. minutes prior, and now all of a sudden it's dry, dry land. land. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You have to wonder, <laughs> right? So the mystery is that it can open. Mm. Come on, that's a door. You mm. can open it. Yeah. How do you open the door? That's the question. That's the mystery. The door, no, the door, <laughs> the door requires a key to open. Mm. A door also requires a key to shut, mm. to lock. I mean, yes, close. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, so when what was the key for Moses? It was his staff, right? He was carrying a big giant key the right. whole time. His key could unlock water from a rock. His key could do a lot of things. And uh, his key could even eat snakes from the sorcerers, <laughs> right? So it's amazing how when you know how to use your key, mm-hmm. you can unlock mysteries and cross mm-hmm. from one dimension to another. And we did touch on that where we spoke about the subject in tongues and definitely one key that, you know, even Paul himself, Apostle Paul himself like encouraged the church during that time. And then even us today, we, where we understand the value of that, that in our prayer time with the Lord, it's essential that we don't just, we're not just, you know, going back to that eloquence of our words or whatnot, mm-hmm. but it's allowing the Spirit of God to, to, to work in us and yeah. edify us in such a way. And I, and I feel like even with that, it's an, an, an important uh, factor of... Uh, unlocking the mystery and I'm believing uh, you know like as you said that there's so much more into this you, just you talking about the gates the doors and other dimensions that that we we could speak about you know such just the vastness of God's power that's behind all this yeah. and, and and how how can we continue to to really apply that in a world today where mm. we hear all this, you know, everything that we hear from the news. So much happening. So much, right? Mm. That even on, well, doesn't matter where, which part of the world you're in, there's Something's always happening. that. And yeah. behind that is a mystery. Mm-hmm. And if we only understand that. We can unlock. There's a wisdom that's, that God's already given to us and mm. he's enabled us to unlock just that. Then yeah. I think it's worth 
discovering and looking into that. So. Oh yeah, you look at um, you know when I when I look at um, you know what we've gone through in the pandemic and all that. Right. That's, that's, yeah. That's a door. Wow. Yeah. So true. that's a total door. Like mm-hmm. when you cross over. Two years, Pastor. No, when you cross over, when we do all cross over that door, you go into a different dimension. You already know. For instance, I give you an example, real example. You know how to be prepared in the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know that you can actually create a vaccine. You know that, um, you know that mass works. <laughs> yeah. You know that uh, certain things. You know, mm-hmm. like. To be uh, to be uh, um, sensitive to other people, right? So it prepares you for the next dimension. So when you cross over, when you 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 live through this dimension, and you actually understand that it's a door, it's not a bad thing. Come on, it's a good thing. Um, you unlock that, and then you move to the next dimension, and you know how to be. Uh, moving in a greater glory, in, in greater measure, you know how to take care better. You know what so it's good. all about now. You know, you know now mm. about what the virus is about. Yeah, and uh, you totally can prepare better. You, you actually know that um, washing hands is a good <laughs> thing. <laughs> I felt that was the greatest thing. Like people actually right. start cleaning tables, and you know, there was those there was those Cleanliness yes. is a virtue. Yeah. <laughs> There's good that came out of it. Yeah, good that came out of it. Yeah. I love yeah. I love it though how you brought that up because there is there is that where some doors that are meant to be closed and mm. doors that mm. has yet to be open. Mm. So yeah, to, to to touch on uh, to give it an example of a door to be closed, God has a way to protect us, and, That's and it. some doors are closed. Doors that need to be open, you open with a key. Doors that need to be mm. closed, you use a battle axe and close it. And so, one of the the stories coming out of Sodom and Gomorrah, and you, you talk about Lot and how yeah. the angels Prime came. Prime example. Yeah, yeah. The angels came and say, "Hey, let's let's get out. You can't yeah. look back. The key is the principle is don't look back." Mm. And that's deeper to it than than just reading that and say, "Oh, you're okay. You know, Jesus, don't look back." No. Don't look back, meaning you're crossing into a new dimension, a greater dimension, greater glory. Why do you want a lesser glory? Mm. Like, why do you Mm. do that? You know, the glory that was, that you thought it was a glory, actually, like Sodom was actually a door, door to sin. So when they look back, it was like reopening that door to sin. So, you know, many times in our life, we try to, you know, we open doors that are not supposed to be open. Wow. It's so hard to close that door once you open this the door. Is, this is another subject this is a whole, on its own. Yeah. Yeah. I think like with even saying that, th- there's that kind of transition point when once you start opening and unlocking things, then yeah. you kind of understand. But even in saying that, I'm like, with even understanding that gates and doors that you have just um, kind of given us a, a bit of a sprinkle of, there are functions to them which are very important very important to understand and because they do serve a purpose not just for you know for us to to valor in and right. enjoy in but it actually it might impact somebody else mm-hmm. and, or in the case of moses impa- impacted the israelite the two point whatever israelites that were there but 
it's such a big topic that I feel like it's going to be another episode. Yeah, it's, but, it's, it's a tough one because sometimes, you know, we come to the door mm-hmm. like Moses mm-hmm. and you don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Right? There are times when, whether it's your financial situation or your relational situation, you come to that point. Right. And that's actually a door. Like it's a mystery. You it's can't, a mystery, yeah. You know why it's a mystery? You can't even solve it, right? <laughs> you don't even know how to solve the mystery of your broken relationship mm. with your wife or your husband. You don't even know how to repair that. Like, you know, I'm, I'm going through something like that right mm. now. But, uh, you know, I'm praying. Yeah. I'm praying that that, that mystery be unlocked. Yeah. Because I know it's a door. But I also understand that some doors need to be closed. Amen. Some doors you just don't open. Doors are there to allow people in and to keep people out too. That's so, it. So, wow. so, so, yeah. So it's really important that uh, when I started by saying that God is the creator of all things. He's the king of heaven and earth and all things. That's it. And he made all those things. He made all those doors. And it is for us to recognize his goodness because mm-hmm. once you understand that the doors that he, you are to open, he already prepared for you and the doors that you're supposed to close, you're supposed to close to protect you, you know the goodness of God That's when it. you understand that. Yeah, So good. What an episode, y'all. Again, tune in next week if you guys do want to hear more about what the functions of doors and gates and dimensions and all this little bit of things that we've been talking about in this last little section. But... I hope you guys enjoyed and don't forget to head on over to Graceful Space TV to hear more if you guys want to dive deeper with Pastor Tom's teachings. But until next time, everybody. God bless. Bye. God bless.